What's up, guys? Welcome to No Hezzy Talks, where we dive deeper into human experiences from regular people just like you and me. My name is RJ, and I am no YouTube expert, nor am I a podcast expert. I'm just a regular guy that likes to learn and grow through deep conversation. And through this journey, I'm hoping to share some interesting stories with you all. In episode one, we're going to be talking to May and Vaughn, both of who were in heterosexual marriages. Both of them got divorced, and now both of them are in their first gay relationships with women. So we'll be talking to them about their experiences, maybe some of the challenges, and what it's been like to go from one side of the fence to the other. I apologize in advance. There's a little bit of audio and video sync issues, but what's most important is the conversation. I hope you enjoy the episode. Let's get to it. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, guys? (laughs) Hi, guys. This this is how we're going to start my very first (laughs) podcast. Welcome, you guys. I'm so happy that you're here. My very first episode, I was just telling the ladies that I have no clue why I am so nervous. We mess around on TikTok all the time and we bullshit together all the time. I shouldn't be this nervous. Look, you can even hear it in my voice. What? Whoa, what is that? I can't. <laughs> whoa, 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 what is that? You sound oh, like um, Piglet from Winnie God. the Pooh. You know how Piglet's always yeah, like kind of is- like nervous? <laughs> This is going to be the best podcast (laughs) recording ever. Why don't you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves with whatever whatever you like? Let's start with May. Uh, hello, I'm May. Uh, (laughs) 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 Let's see. I'm from Washington. Thirty-four years old, mom of three, a cancer. Yes. Married twice, divorced twice. <laughs> now dating a female. Okay, wait. Okay, wait. Hold on. I thought, there you go. Okay, there you go. I thought you were only married <gasps> once. See? Well, we're gonna get into it today. <laughs> All right. Okay. Bon. I'm um, <laughs> Hi, my name's Bon. I am also 34 years old. I'm also a cancer. I'm also a mom. <laughs> I'm a mom of two. I have twin girls, identical girls. I'm, I've also been divorced, and I'm also dating a female. <laughs> and that's our podcast. Um, the end. <laughs> the end. <laughs> I guess I, I guess we should have prefaced it that we both were to males. Let me let me give let me give my my intro. You guys, these are I I, I feel like they're my cancer soulmates. How about that? Yeah. Does that work? Yes. 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 We're yeah. cancer soulmates. We met about a year ago now. Uh, we met on TikTok. Yeah. But today is is a special one. And like I was saying in my intro, it's fitting because it's Pride Month and uh, Happy Pride, ladies. Happy Pride. And so when I met both of you and as I got to know you, I found out that you guys were both married and then you got divorced. And then now you guys are in your first gay relationship. Did I get that right? Yeah, you got that right. That is what we're talking about today. So let's get into it. I really want 
to kind of set this up and, and find out about your marriages. In the intro, May, I actually said that you guys were recently married and then divorced. But, but for you, I guess it's married twice and then divorced twice and then in your new relationship. So maybe you can, we can start with that. Yeah. So my first marriage was, I was 21. I ha- actually, it was right before I turned 21. It was to a guy that I had met through a mutual friend in high school. I think there was nothing really wrong with the marriage, but I think it was just, we were too young. We rushed into it. And I mean, quickly after we got married, I had my firstborn. So there was no really opportunity to embrace each other in the marriage, let alone that's the years where you're like just learning about yourself and really like growing into who you are. And to have to dive into being married and then dive into being a mom. And then, so I think it was just, it, I just got to a point where I was unhappy and we, and I expressed those feelings to him and we kind of yeah. both agreed that it just wasn't the best for us to be together anymore. We're just better off as friends. And so that. How long did you guys stay together? We were together for a little under five years. And then shortly after, or a little, a couple years after him and I divorced, I started dating my most recent ex-husband. <laughs> and we dated for about four years and then we got married. And we had kids right after we got married. We had my four-year-old and then had another one right after. I had Irish twins is basically what I had. So <laughs> Kids are beautiful, by the way. Uh, they are, and I don't regret anything that has happened because they yeah. have brought them into my world. But yeah, you know, like it was another thing, you know, like we got married and had two, two, trying to handle a marriage and then a newborn is hard enough. Then you add on two newborn stage kids. It's just, it's just a lot. I did recognize the drift in the marriage. And yeah. that's kind of when I started my own personal you know, like self-development journey, because I recognize that there was a lot of things that I was taking on are on him that I was internally going through or could be going through. There was just a lot of talk at the time about sexual assault and stuff. And that was really triggering to me. And what I had come to realize during therapy was that I had experienced that and never really faced it or even acknowledged that it is what it was until I was, what, 30. 32 years old. And so I was going through that. Sorry. Yeah, did did this, if you don't mind me asking, did the sexual assault happen when you were like younger, like not in your previous Yeah, marriage? I was, yeah. So okay. I was, I was like 14, I think. And so, you know, I was going through that self development thing and I was, I had talked to my ex at the time and be like, you know, we both should try and do this. And I don't want it to fail. Like, like I don't want to be in the same place as I was in my last one yeah. where we just got too far, you know, deep into being disconnected that we couldn't repair it. And so it was like, yeah, yeah. You know, there's a lot of, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll go like, yeah, yeah. But there was never any follow through. Yeah. And I think what I did, which is what I think a lot of women do is they held on to that sort of like hope and that word where it's like, they're going to do it. They're going to do it. You know, like as a Filipino woman, yes. 
I feel like it's such a pressure to keep the marriage, to sustain it, to to nourish it, right? Like there's so much pressure on the woman and the wife to make sure that they're doing their diligence to make sure that the man is happy, da, 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 all that stuff. And so I felt like I was doing my part and I kept giving him chances. And it got to the point where I was like, my goal is always to con- continu- continuously grow and be better every single day. And he just never was at the same yeah. sort of wavelength as, at me, like as me. And it got to the point I was, I felt like I was carrying the marriage. So yeah, like your your yeah, first like marriage it was, was very, more like I was very young impulsive love, when you I say? was younger. Yeah, like and super then, impulsive, right? Like you know what that's like moving moving to San yeah. Francisco. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Girl chasing after my boyfriend moving up here yeah, at seventeen, you know, like talking about I'm going like to college, guys. Which, yeah. He also gave me my it. firstborn, so I'm not going to regret it. But at the same time, it's like my second one was a lot of growing and learning but it was it felt like it was just me that was really wor- working on on doing that and i think that the 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 one thing that made me really realize i was done with the marriage was when a family member asked me if he started doing all the things that you had have asked him to do or need him to do would you still be able to fall back in love with him and my answer was no, because I was so far already disconnected yeah. and emotionally disconnected from him that it just, I just, I couldn't find myself back there. Yeah. And maybe that's like a cancer trait. Cause I think we're also, we, we lead by our, like our emotions in that way. If I'm not emotionally connected to you, I, that's it. You know, like wow. I, I'm, I'm done. Like, and, right. and it takes a lot. Yeah. Once I'm, once I'm emotionally done, it's going to take a lot a lot to get me back to where it, yeah and i don't okay, this is like a sidebar <laughs> yeah. i don't even know if that's a good trait or a bad trait right because we will we will yep. hold on to that for a long do you know what i mean like it is yep. a long time right and it's like a main factor too of what we consider when when we're dealing with with our relationship uh we'll do another podcast <laughs> on one of my other relationships <laughs> anyways so you were just yeah. you were just on your your growing yep. journey, and and it sounds yeah. like you guys. But we're good. Grew apart. We're we're friends. Yeah, right? You know, Who? our 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 interest is in what's best yeah. for the kids. So we are. I mean, I'm great. Ms. Vaughn, what about you? What is um, what is your story? I so like I also married young, so I got married to my ex husband at 24. He was also 24. Met him when I was like 21, one of the reasons why I married him was because me and him, we made, we made, and I, we still do as friends now, but we made a really good team. Um, AKA it was very easy for me to tell him to do things and he would do it. And that's kind of what I needed at that time. I'm not going to lie. Like he, <laughs> that was very copacetic. It was right? like, like he, it was Bon- <laughs> exactly. Bonnie and Clyde right there. Um, and it's interesting. I was talking to my girlfriend about this. Me and my ex-husband, we actually did not fight a lot when we were together. So the da- the reason why we ended up, um, let's see, I got married at 24, had our kids at 28. And when the girls were about one years old, 
I had met someone. I had met someone kind okay. of um I mean I had an affair. So I met someone that kind of woke me up. So being in my marriage, like I said, we we didn't fight a lot. We got along fine, but it was so it was just not there's not there was no passion. I mean, the the person that you met was that was that a male. still a, that male, was a male or are we already nope. into the That female? was a male. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, hey. You you yeah, got you got to so get woke somehow. Through therapy, I realized that that person no longer with that person, but that person came into my life to really wake me up and make me realize that although I was in a marriage that probably could have lasted forever, wasn't really right for me. It's not somebody that was really going to treat me the way that I deserve to be treated. And I didn't know that until I met this other person. Like I, I really could have just stayed with my ex-husband because we together were just like, fine. We fought a lot after the divorce. Not during, not during the marriage. What about this other person, or what were the things that woke you up? Work. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah, I'm working. Um, oh, Never stops, God, guys. I really, I You're really digging about deep this here. In a long time. She hasn't even, she hasn't even <laughs> talked to <laughs> me about this. What? I know, oh, I haven't. I told y'all this is what we were going to do. I know it is. God, I didn't think that that was going to be fun. I didn't think I was going to cry. Um, <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I maybe I should have put you guys on the other podcast. So the very first time I met this Sorry. guy, I had a physical reaction to meeting him. I looked at him and I felt something in my body. So there was like an instant connection, and it was a phys like not. Oh, yes, it was a physical. Oh, I was That's like, also what a cancer thing, by the way. This? And of course, like I tried to ignore it, tried to ignore it, and I didn't. I ended up falling in love with this guy, and we never really got to be, I guess, fully together because it was like kept such a secret because I was married. But ultimately, because of meeting yeah. him, I kind of stopped the relationship with my husband, but I still was married to him. So that's when the divorce talk started happening. <laughs> it's good to know that. <laughs> it is it is good to know that I am not the only one with issues. And and the reason why I, I just was digging because I mm, I guess mm -hmm. I'm trying to bridge the gap. Now uh -huh. so you mm -hmm. guys have been with men, right? You guys are married, you guys had like these really complex relationships, and then you get divorced. And then mm -hmm. you meet female partners, right? And so Together. How did you cross that bridge? How did you meet your partners? Um, okay, I'll I'll start May. Sure. Okay, so after May, May was like, it's <laughs> like, Hi. go, go, Vaughn, go. <laughs> um, so uh, I'm gonna start because it kind of leaves off what what I just said about the divorce. So I, my divorce was finalized like three years ago. That relationship with that guy also ended about three years ago. And after that, that was a very devastating breakup for me. I was very devastated to lose that person in my life. And then also it was an ending of my marriage. So that was hard for me to like navigate. And so I was like, fuck it. I don't want to be in a relationship. And I really not about that. I was on 
dating apps. I was, if I met someone, don't want to have a relationship. You know what this is. That's all I need right now. And then I, we, we well, May will tell her story, but I met my girlfriend through a mutual friend that we had. And it was yes. the same thing. Like I met her. Does she want me to say? Okay. <laughs> I met her. Do, now, do you want to text her first? I know. I met her. She also, she may have been in a relationship when I met her. Uh, she was. She had a girlfriend. Yeah. It's out there. It's out there. Whatever. Oh, God. Yeah, but I, I, I met I her through mutual friend. Right. Okay, Every time I kind of saw her through FaceTime through this mutual friend, she was with her girlfriend. Um, and then there was this phone call, this FaceTime that she went on and she was so low. And I was like, ooh, let me shoot my shot. And I did. And we're together. Can we say it's also because, like, at that time, Von's type were the type of people that were not single. Yeah. If, if you're, if you're, you have to be the most unattainable person for me. And I'm like, I want you. I want you. But let, let's let's back up for a second though, because in in my mind, mm-hmm. when you say you know you're you're just out doing your thing, yes, for whatever yeah. reason, I'm just thinking about dudes, right? So when you when you meet your partner, was it just a random like, oh, I think I'm attracted to her, or was there? Have you ever? Um, have you I think always the had some sort of attraction? That I had to females were, was not the way that I was attracted to her, mm-hmm. so. I, you know, I would always comment if girls were pretty, but I was never really like attracted to them in a way that I wanted to be with them. So this was definitely the first time that I was ever attracted to someone. And I was like, I want to be with her. I, I mean, I've made out with girls, me and May used to, we still would if we weren't at, hmm. (laughs) Oh yeah, I forgot we made it. Listen, I saw the TikTok. (laughs) Was it like a light switch that just came I'm on? That, like when you met her, that you were like, no, All so right. still no, so still no. Hey, I think pussy cat. Cat. <laughs> <laughs> No, it really wasn't. I think because, and that, that's why I had to tell that story about me being like, fuck okay. everything. I don't want to be in a relationship. It really was her meeting her that really um, made me want to be with someone again. And it was, it was her. And so I, you know, through this relationship, I'm like, am I a lesbian? Am I gay? Am I bisexual? Am I pansexual? Like, what am I? And I haven't really labeled myself. I think I'm still kind of navigating through it. But now I think I'm realizing it wasn't so much like a light switch going off. I think it's those dim lights that you can turn. That's what's happening for me is like, oh, yeah, I am gay. I'm I'm fascinated because I like, (laughs) I've known like you know we don't we don't eat fish over here on this side like it just I, you know don't knock it till you try he just, he just said it. he just said he tried i know you're not going to <laughs> yeah he tried he didn't like it i didn't have self-discovery mm-hmm. like that right like at five years old i already knew and that's just what it was uh but we'll we'll come back to the actual sexuality part of that uh may you're up I mean, I think my my story is pretty similar to Vaughn's. We we both kind of like was in this discovery at the same time. Obviously, she was single for a lot longer than I was. I 
my divorce was finalized almost a year from now. And when I decided to split with my ex, I was like, I'm not going to get into a relationship anytime soon. I don't want to. I did jump on <laughs> some dating apps, thanks to Vaughn and her podcast. <laughs> and and I went on there, like, being honest. I was like, I'm not here to hook up. I'm not here to be in a relationship. I'm just here to just make connections, like, whether that's going to be a friendship connection or whatever. I love that tagline. You know, I'm just here to make connections. It's so tra- it's so traumatizing. Know, I, like, not, I'm not even dissing you. I'm just saying, in general, right? You're like... Such yeah. a pain, but okay, go ahead, continue. Yeah, I mean, I, to be <laughs> fair, I was only on the app for like two weeks, and then I started dating, you know, whatever. I dated people. I dated like two people before. And both my male. Partner now. Both they male. were both male. Um, both male. That was my and next And okay. like, like Bond, there was no like light switch for me. I think after, after those two experiences, I did get to a point where I'm saying, is there really no good men in this world anymore it just kind of sucked and I also met my partner through the same mutual friend that Vaughn met her <laughs> partner through and it wasn't right. like the girl, right, crew. the girl crew and it wasn't like it wasn't like when I met her I was like oh I want to get with her I was I was attracted to her like I was like oh she's she's cute Not cute like in a girl way but like cute because she dresses like a dude but whatever. Um, yeah. And yeah, yeah. and then we just got to know each other, and it became this thing where I fell in love with who she was versus who she, like whatever orientation she she classifies herself as. And as far as like, have I always been attracted to women? I feel the same. Yeah. I think I've I've always thought girls were pretty. Mm-hmm. I have in the past would see certain like mass females and be like I'd feel some type of way, but then I'd kind of be like, oh, it's just that's normal. Like that's that's okay to, for yeah. for a female to be attracted to another female and not not let it be anything more than mm-hmm. just that, you know. Right. Just like admiring, right? Or just a, um, an attraction, harmless. Yeah, thought of it as anything more than just thinking someone was attractive, like physically attractive. I mean, we got to know each other. We were friends first. And we were both kind of in like complicated situations when we first met, and then. <laughs> It just evolved from there. Oh my god! Um, gay people in general just complicated. Yeah. Like I feel yes. Like, Tell me something yeah. we should could have. Could somebody have told me and Vaughn that because we did. Because you guys have been straight. Yep. Do you feel Less like complicated it was, with men? Yes. Uh, I think it's because females in general just feel so much. Like they feel so much, and I thought. I mean, this is like a good thing and a bad thing. I thought being with a female would be great because we could both like communicate and feel on a level that I feel like we would both understand because we're both females. But sometimes I miss having a man who doesn't want to talk about feelings. We're talking about this again? Like, damn! (laughs) Can I ask you guys, how do they feel about it, right? They're, They're getting to know someone that was in a heterosexual relationship and is also divorced and mm-hmm. oh, well I was going to ask that later but I think lesbians love getting with straight just, girls let's just knock it out, I right? think it's like, like oh yeah we, we got the straight situation. girl I think they love it I mean yeah uh, I guess I would re- really have to um I it, it's new for her my partner has been with with other females I that have them. had kids 
May's partner has it. So I don't know how her partner feels about that. But I think this is the first relationship she's been in. My partner has been in that like a baby daddy is like heavily involved. So she has had to kind of overcome her insecurities about that and, and, and really see what that relationship actually is. Cause to her, it's just an, it's an ex. Why are you, why do you have a relationship with your ex? No, 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 it's not no, just no, an ex, no, I know. That's no, and a ba- she, that's a baby and she daddy will, and she'll say that now. Like she, so, at first, I'm not, that's I'm how she hating. saw it. Sorry, girlfriend. She's I'm never really saying. had to deal with that with the previous girl she's been with that have had kids. Um, so she had to, that probably was a challenge for her yeah, at I don't first. know how she feels about it. I think she's just happy she landed a straight girl. <laughs> we'll ask her on the next episode. I will, yeah, We're going to, we're going to bring all four of them on. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> what, what, what yeah, you, there you go. your partner? There you go. May. May, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry. You mean me, May. <laughs> it's okay. So one of a lot a lot of the conversations we had in the beginning was she had a lot of like do you want to explore other females yeah. first do you yeah. want to like because I because I she is the first female I've been with she wanted to make and the there was a girl that she was like oh, yeah. trying to talk to previously who wasn't into females I think or just her type yes. of female or her type of female if you you know like a mass female and she was just kind of like dipping her toes in that yeah. and. So she just wanted to make sure that I was like sure about wanting to be with her type of thing. Now she yeah. did not have a problem with me having kids because she's wanted to have kids for the longest time. I think just like Vaughn, I think in the beginning she did have a hard time understanding my desire to to form a, yeah. a decent amount, a decent friendship with my both my exes because that's important for my kids to see. That regardless if we didn't work out, that their parents can be, you know, good or whatever. And that took a little bit for her well, to really understand. Been together for a while now, um, right? so but I think she's ish. I think she's fine now. Okay. Um yeah, and <laughs> that also is a while show. In, uh, in like the lesbian <laughs> community. Yeah. For both of you, this is your first female relationship, right? For both of you. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all didn't want to like see what other like you didn't see what you know see what yeah. the salmon's like what the tilapia's like. But I love that you guys came from your situation and you guys have long term partners. Uh huh. It's hard to have yeah. long term relationships in the gay community. Yeah, that is just my opinion. So the thought comes up for me for you guys yeah. in that you guys don't want to explore. You do not. Um, I think for me, I don't see it as like, do I want to explore more females? Because I feel like it could be the same way. If I was with a man, it could be like, do I really want to commit myself to this man? Or do I want to explore other men? You know, for me, I'm just not, I, I didn't want to be like messing around and yeah. dipping my toes in everybody's shit anymore. Has the thought ever crossed my mind? Sure, of course. I've been like, yeah. What's it like to be with a femme? What's it like to be with a femme? Well, you know, like other times, but at the same time, it's, I am happy in where I am. And, and those feelings could be just as common if yeah. I was with a man versus if I was with a female. Because it could be like, I'm with this guy, but what if there's another guy out there yeah. that's better for me? You know, like the, that's, that's natural. It's just like, this is where I'm at. 
and I'm Absolutely. happy where and I, I am. So why what, do I need what to? What I'm hearing or what I gather from your guys' you know? story is that you guys have been through a lot of shit already. Mm-hmm. I can understand even as a man or a single gay 40 year old, just being at this stage in our life where we've gone through so many experiences and hardships that you're like, you know what? Mm-hmm. It just needs stable. Yeah. Right? yeah. I yeah. need a grown person. I need a person that's stable and I need a person that's going to hold me down. And so it, correct me if I'm wrong. You guys at this point, at least have feel like you've found that person. And so you're going to rock with it. Yeah. Um, I think I, I, I'm definitely not ignoring the fact that I'm with a female, but it's not really that significant to me. To me, because I literally was so against being with anyone. I didn't want a, a re- relationship with anybody. I that 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 relationship and that breakup with the guy I met after my ex-husband, that was so devastating to me that I really didn't want to put myself through mm. that again. And so when I met, when I met my, um, partner, it was like, oh my God, that there's something there. And so again, I'm not ignoring the fact that I'm with a female, but it's really more about the relationship and what her and I are trying to build. She's the first person that I've ever been with that I've introduced to my kids. And like May said, that's a huge deal. Like I, how am I go, if we didn't work out, how am I going to explain that we didn't work out when they're, they're already in love with her? So yeah, like it's not, we're, we can't fuck around anymore. And I, I mean, I was fucking around, if you want to say that, where I wasn't like being serious with anybody that I was meeting. Um, but meeting her, it's like, yeah, if we're going to do this, we're going to do this. And we're going to work on every single thing because we're too, we're, no, nah, I'm not going to do this again. I don't even have kids, but I think about that all the time. Like if I had kids or I had this situation for my own past relationships, I've gotten burned so many times. I have a plan for myself. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I have a plan for my future and I know what I'm looking for and what's going to work and what isn't going to work. And part of that is that I'm 40 fucking years old. I don't have time. I'm I'm ready to settle down. Uh, I also... If if a relationship doesn't work out, I need to be able to walk away yeah. intact. Oh yeah, intact. Uh-huh. Period. So I I completely understand where you guys are coming from. Right? So you have you have uh-huh. to deal with the new female relationship, Ooh. lesbian rules, <laughs> the club, what yeah. whatever that whatever that is, right? And now you have to deal with your own sexuality. So sort of the next topic that we're going to talk about is is coming out. So did you guys have to come out to your family or come out period? I don't know. It's a weird question to ask uh, just because no, I don't not, know where you guys are at. No, but. it's that's a good question. Family-wise, I have raised my kids in a way that it wasn't even, it didn't even have to be a conversation. The fact that mommy was with another female was not even a topic of discussion. And they are six. And, um, I've oh every chance that I got, if it was like presented on like TV or whatever, any, any males kissing each other, females kissing each other, I always told my daughters that it was okay for a boy and a boy to kiss a girl and a girl to kiss. It's okay for a boy to dress like a girl, vice versa. And so it was pretty normalized. My niece also 
she, I had a conversation with her shortly after I was with my partner and she was like, I followed your girlfriend on TikTok because I saw that she's your girlfriend. I mean, and me and my sister had this conversation. She was like, yeah, when you normalize something so much, it's not, I mean, it didn't have to be a conversation. Now, that being said, that's too good, right? My mom mm. thinks it's weird, but she's gotten used to me talking about it. My dad doesn't mm. know yet. But all my siblings know they're all pretty supportive or they're all, I shouldn't say pretty. They are supportive. My dad doesn't know yet. My mom, when me and my mom were talking, she said, your dad doesn't like gays. It's like, cool. That's awesome. Great. So. <laughs> Meet my girlfriend. <laughs> I'm like, can you, I mean, you, you can't, you can pass off as my 12 year old son. Can we just say? So coming from someone who didn't have an easy coming out story. Right. right? And I'm I'm not saying this is going to mm-hmm. happen to you, mm-hmm. but you guys know what happened to me, right? Like, um, man, like, how do you feel ooh, about that? Like having to have that conversation me. with your dad. <laughs> this was not supposed to be a cry. I I honestly don't know how he's going to take it, and if if my mom, the funny thing is, I was raised in a way. I, <laughs> I was my I parents you. raised me to be open to this. I've always been an alphabet mafia ally. I always have. And so my parents did right on that part. They never really talked about it, but yeah. they never told me that was a bad thing. They never told me that that, you know what I mean? And my parents are Catholic, and it was hard for my for me to hear my mom say that it's weird and that and when she said my dad doesn't like gays, but I'm close to my dad. So and I like I don't I honestly don't know how the conversation is going to go. I might lose that relationship. And I think that's why I haven't told him yet. Because I'm not ready to lose that relationship yeah. yet with him. Obviously, I don't want to hide my partner, yeah. but I'm not ready <laughs> for that. And I only, I only bring that up because I've experienced that with my parents. I was separated yeah. from, from them for a long time. And it hurts. But... You have people that love you and are yeah, going to support yeah. you. But I, like I had to ask because it's such a totally sidebar. It's such a, it's such a fucking Filipino thing. I have to say it, right? And when okay. it's not happening in your house, it's okay, right? Like be open to it, be accepting. But exactly. the, the moment that it comes through your door, all of a sudden it's a problem. May, I got your name <laughs> right this time. What a... <laughs> What what about you? So when I first started dating my partner, I had a conversation with my oldest son because he's at an age where he can understand, you know, heterosexuals and, yeah. or, you know, just a man being with a female. And obviously he's only seen me with a man. Mm. And surprisingly, the conversation, you know, I feel it's weird because like, I feel like if our parents had this conversation with us when we we're at his age, it would be like a a very like awkward and different sort of conversation but I, i'm really happy that the the gen z or whatever generation has been exposed to it so much more than we were because the conversation i had with him was so was so easy in that I know, when right, i told him right, he was like oh like, yeah i have friends that I know. you know like guys you know like it was it was like it was just like I know. It was I like know. you know, dad it was has so a, hard for us growing up, you guys. Yeah, you know, and it yeah. was like, like I, I had so much anxiety trying to talk to him about it. 
and be like, you know, your mom's with a girl. And he's like, one. He was like, yeah. oh, I didn't know. She was a girl. <laughs> Oops. Oops. Props on, your girl- props on your girlfriend looking like a dude. And, and you know, and he was like, he was like, yeah, I don't, he's like, I don't mind it. He's like, I have friends that talk about, you know, like that talk about they like boys and girls and that, you know, like I'll just, and it, and it was so good. And to me, my first priority was, was knowing that my kids knew the situation I was in. My little ones, I, I didn't have, just like Vaughn, I didn't have a conversation about like, oh, I'm with a girl. It was, there was never any sort of. Mm-hmm ideas put in their head already that a girl couldn't be with a girl or a guy couldn't be with the guy. So it was, it was just introducing another human to them, right? Like another person that was important to their mom, to them. And as far as my parents go, this is a conversation that I have a lot with my partner where it's like, I don't feel personally, I feel really strongly about like, why do we Mm. have to come out as like, because for me, I don't, I don't identify myself as, purely gay like i i still am attracted to men if me and my partner didn't work out i may or may not be end up with another man who knows i don't know don't have that sense stone but at the same time it's like i don't like straight people don't go out to their parents and say hey i'm straight so it's like this whole thing for me i don't but i introduce my girl i you know i when i talk about my girlfriend i'm like her she so obviously they may be oblivious to it and they may be, yeah. may, may be in denial of it, but they know. One thing my parents do to me is they are very, oh God, I hope my parents aren't here. <laughs> but they are very good at making me feel like I have oh. failed each and one of my marriages. And, like, and it doesn't matter if it's with another, and it doesn't matter if I'm with another man or another woman. They're, Last conversation I've had with my mom was yes. like about like fixing my life, like like figuring out like yeah like like it's, you it's a judgment it's because like your marriage is right didn't like work you out. you're this you 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 weren't able to make two marriages last like stop being selfish figure yourself out think about your kids it's yeah. just like so it, it's not so much about her being a female but just like about me being in another relationship and make relationship. And, and making sure that I I'm doing things for what's best for my kids versus what's best for me you know and yeah. so I I don't have like a whole conversation that where I'm like I am with a female but I, in that the last conversation I did, did and, that, and that's and that's your business I I get it in the time that we all grew up it was I mean it was definitely a thing right where mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. it isn't it was um, a thing yeah so much yeah. now and the For one sure. other thought that i just wanted to say is like i'm so fucking proud to be filipino like i really really am mm-hmm. we have some toxic shit oh my god we, we can have a podcast about that as well no, oh, let's yeah. do that let's, let's please do that. let's do that i had i had one I did it Let's on my podcast that, a little bit, but there's so much more. Let's to talk. do it. Let's talk there about you go. it. We're doing it. I I went to go visit my parents today, and my Tita Bebsi, my dad's yeah. sister, was there, and I was like, "God, is somebody gonna call me fat?" That's just a preview. That's just a preview for that next podcast. Okay, but I had anxiety. I was like, "Heck, is somebody gonna call me fat?" When I walked <laughs> do you know, like, <laughs> what about your ex-husbands? How do they feel about your 
partnerships now? I don't know. Um, <laughs> but I mean, because because yeah. we, I, I don't, I. Sorry, about that. I took your spot. No, no, um, you're fine. No, 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 you're good. I mean, my ex-husband knows I'm with a female, but at the same time, for me, all she, he hasn't talked to me about how he feels about it. I, so I don't know how he yeah. feels about it. What's important to me is for him to know that the kids are good under this person's care and that the kids love her and she loves them back. That's all that matters. Is, is he cool with that? Me. I mean, he hasn't said what otherwise. About they haven't. They haven't really met. I mean, they've met in person, like yeah. quick. What's up? But they haven't. You know, like I can only imagine what that like what's up of, is like in between one like of, a man and a lesbian. Is so here's the thing, <laughs> right? Like. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing is that my partner (laughs) and my ex are kind of very similar as far as social settings go, where they're like the center of attention. So it's like, oh yeah. So it's like, like, I feel like if if I wasn't with her, they probably would get along. You know what I mean? Like they would, they would probably vibe, and they'd be like, they would be best friends, but. I mean, you have to think about it in a way where I was the one that ended that marriage that he did not want to end. And then, I mean, I don't know. What about your first husband? He's fine. Because she's she's around. He's fine because I think I have a pretty solid relationship with both of them in that our highest priority is doing what's best for the kids versus anything that we feel personally about each other. You know, so. As as long as they're taken care of and they're good, that's all that matters. What yeah. about you, Bon? My ex husband was fine. He he had a sister that was a lesbian, and I say had because she has passed. I'm sorry. But he was okay with it. I do, I do think that he was more okay with me being with a female than if it was a male. Oh. He probably would have more of a problem. But I mean, my ex husband is weird. I hope he hears this. You're, <laughs> You're like, weird, she's like, I hope you hear this. <laughs> no, but he was fine. Yeah. He's okay with it. And I think part of why he's okay with it and mine and his relationship is still developing into something positive is because he's also in a happy relationship. So I think oh, not only yeah. is he okay with me being with a female, he's just okay with me being in another relationship. And, and I think um, where that came from, you guys, is the. What I'm thinking about in my head right now is the this whole influence thing. So if I was thinking about it, I guess in my situation, if I had an ex-wife, that would my wife be ex-wife be concerned about my child being gay because oh yeah, the parents are gay because that's what they used to yeah. think about. Because that's what yeah, like like May talked about with the Gen Z, and our kids are pretty young. I mean, hers are four and three, mine are six. She has an older son, her firstborn, and just like she talked about with him, they've been introduced to this a lot more openly than we were when we were that age. So I don't think us as parents at our age now that we're so much worried about it. I mean, May, you can say if you are. I Even if we were, I mean, it just wouldn't be a worry. I'm kind of like, I kind of hope my girls are lesbians. Like, yeah, <laughs> fuck men, except for gay men. I made a TikTok about that. Everybody thinks I hate men. I don't hate men. Gay men, I love. 
I think in that way, you guys were, we are lucky. You guys are definitely like leading the way, at least for me, in that the kids that we're having now have more an oppor- more of an opportunity to be open based on yeah and who, and they, who they really, really are. are which again could be another podcast because the way that we grow up we're all filipino we had very traditional parents <laughs> but that's I, we we should talk about that as well but that has an influence on on how we were raised and how we are so Okay, well, let's um, because we could talk about this for hours. I'm so like intrigued right now. Like, there's more. Like, all the sorry, I got these questions that keep popping up in my head. But let's let's move to like the the positives. Okay, so outside of the body parts, let's leave the roast beef and the turtlenecks and all that kind of stuff like off the table, right? <laughs> is that the, is that the sign? Because I'm brown. Roast beef. <laughs> Did you? Okay, I, I, I think your most memorable TikTok bond for me are the pride, the pride flag. <laughs> I was like, is that your coming out story? Yeah. What'd you it say? So Ta-da. I love coochie. I'm here. I love coochie. <laughs> If this oh was a monetized God. channel, I'm sure I would have been would have demonetized been by now, but whatever. It's fine. Yeah. What's been good yeah. about these new relationships? I mean, I'm going to start out by saying that I thought it was a downside because when I when we first started dating, I, I used to say, gosh, I really want to apologize to any other guy that would ever ask me if I was on my period and I would get pissed off because now I'm like, oh, I totally get it. I totally um, get it. I think May kind of talked about it a little bit about talking about feelings. I was like, gosh, oh my God, they really want to talk about how they feel all the time. And I'm like, I don't want to talk about it right now. It was, and I, think, I was just thinking the same thing. I was like, is that a positive? <laughs> yeah, like it was, it really was like a downside for me. And then I realized like, I think I've just been so used to in my past relationships with males that I could just say my piece and they had to listen to whatever the fuck I said because my my say was final say and like my feelings mattered more than their feelings. And now I realized with her, she has brought out of me that I'm not supposed, I am not always supposed to be final say, that it's supposed to be a conversation that we both have to share how we feel and navigate through that and understand what the deep-rooted problem is and get through it together. Like, I don't think I would be able to do that with a male. I really don't are, think I would have been able to. Are both of your partners considered yeah. masculine lesbians? Studs, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they both want to talk about feelings? We always say, me and Mark always say they're I'm more just, girls than, than we are. No, like, they're super girly. I mean, my nick my nickname for her on my podcast is Princess, and that's my real nickname right. for her. I'm like, you're a you're. I mean, yes, you're a girl, but you're a girl. Like you're a girl. <laughs> what what, uh, what about you, May? What are some positive outcomes to this? I think mine mine isn't too far from what Bond said. Like as much as I'm like, oh god, I want to talk about feelings a lot. I think I think this is the first time where I do feel like I'm in a relationship 
that feels like a partnership versus just like a like a like sort of like leadership type of you know like where where I say what I want what like what goes and they kind of just follow or they you know whatever versus like babe if you're feeling this way I want to go through this with you or you know like explain explain to me why you're feeling it's just, it is a lot of like talking about feelings but it's a lot of it's <laughs> it's a lot of processing so many but like, like but it's okay. a lot of like processing it so that we can both work together yeah. through it because so it's not just me trying to which is what I've I'm so used to is me just processing my feelings mm-hmm. letting it out and then dealing it with it on my own is having someone listen to my feelings yeah. and then reciprocate as an actual like partnership which is what I've wanted but it's like now that I'm at you know so that's a positive it's I at the end of the day that is something that I've always wanted and I have it it's just learning how to navigate it because I've yeah. never had that sort of um, relationship no and it's it's good that you guys break that down again for me that that is a positive even though we're joking around about the whole feelings thing because at least anything that I've seen and sorry to all you lesbians out there sorry but this is just an observation on TikTok and in my personal life all I have seen with lesbians it's not a judgment it's just what I've seen is that it's just been very messy. Like that happens in on the gay on, in the gay scene as well. It's just to me when I hear stories of committed relationships, I am always intrigued because it just doesn't for me personally, it doesn't feel like a normal thing that mm-hmm. there is very many long-term committed relationships. Yeah. The one thing that I I did want to get before we kind of close out is updates where where are you guys at like may i know that you and your partner are living together already yep yeah and you guys have been living together for how long <laughs> like six months how is that going it's fucking great she cleans like that that's a, she does that, that, okay let me She's just say let me just say not not on a deep level that is one fucking good thing about dating a female is that I don't have to nag her about picking up her shit. I don't have to nag her about doing dishes because she is just as much as a clean freak as I am. So it's, it's, I don't have to worry about that. But yeah, it's, it's great. The kids, the kids love her. So the, the, the negative That's part, most the negative part about yeah. her living with me is that if we're fighting, I, I can't escape her. <laughs> she lives here. Because, because she's going to chase you because she wants to talk about she's feelings. She's going to chase me. Don't talk about I it. have to literally, I literally have to lock myself in my uh-huh. room so that she doesn't come into my room to talk to me about my feelings. But <laughs> you know, it's it's good. Wait, it's do, so do you guys do you guys have separate rooms, like separate corners, if you need? No, she stays downstairs. I go. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, that's bougie. I need one of those. I'd be like, well, I need I need an extra room, a separation room. What about what about you, Vaughn? I I know someone is is gonna be going through a big transition soon so (laughs) yeah my partner is moving up here she will be here next month after our big vegas shindig we'll be driving up with her dog which is really my dog now so yeah are you are you ready to go through the adjustment of living with a female (laughs) 
I am. She, we've been talking about it a lot. I am somebody that needs a lot of space. I need a lot of space. She is somebody that doesn't want any space at all. Her love language is touch. Like she doesn't want any space at all. So, I mean, that's just something that we're working on with each other on like, how to be respectful of each other's needs. So she knows that I'm going to need space. I just have to communicate that to her. But I am. I'm ready to be with her all the time. The kids love her. Um, and I, and not only for me to be with her, she's coming up here and she has a really good job opportunity too. So she was able to get a job. I think it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a level up from what she was doing before. So I think it's a really good opportunity for her individually as well. And this is a big transition for her. So um, I'm here to support her through that. And I'm lucky enough to be able to be with her while she's going through that. I appreciate you guys sharing your stories with me. This is this is the kind of stuff that I want to do, Vaughn, is like having real conversation. Yeah. And what I had said in my intro, I was like, I don't have any clout on YouTube. I don't even have any clout on (laughs) TikTok. I'm just a regular person. But being able to engage with you guys in this way and hear people's stories is is what's very interesting to me. And if mm-hmm. I get to do that through a podcast, that is amazing. So thank you guys for being my very first guest. Of course. This is actually the intro. Like, thank yeah, you. Yeah, I, don't, I don't even really, honestly, I don't really care about the podcast. I just want the beginning because it was just so epic. Just the laughing. <laughs> like, I'm just going to post that <laughs> on YouTube. You know, that'll be the only thing I post. I'll I'll plug for us. We are trying to raise money for the National Alliance on Mental Illness. Our goal is 7,000 by the third week of July. You know, over the past year, something that has come up for the three of us and a lot of folks that we had met on TikTok is just mental health. And the pandemic, needless to say, probably fucked all of us up. Do you guys? Oh, yeah. Yes. Right. Oh, yeah. And so... What NAMI does is they basically provide education and and support and all of those good things. And so we decided that for our birthdays, we're going to ask people for birthday gifts, but our hope is that you would just donate to the fund. So in the podcast description, in the YouTube description, you can find the link and you can donate uh, today, whatever, whatever amount you want. And ladies, before we go, I have two things that I want to do. But can you just plug your social? Where can they find you? Um, on TikTok, they can find me at Mame, M-O-M-M-A, with Actually, on both TikTok and Instagram, that is my username. So. And Vaughn? Um, my Instagram is Mama Vaughn, M-A-M-A-B-O-N-N-E. My podcast, though, yes. is a G-N-L-T podcast. My TikTok is Mama Von E though, and RJ will will put that up for you guys. All right, let's fin- let's finish this out, you guys, with some word association, no hezzy style. I'm gonna give you a phrase, and just give me the first or tell me the first thing that comes yeah. to mind. You ready? First one is live freely. Finding my girlfriend. Yeah, be gay. If you're not gay already, become gay. Yes. <laughs> I'm single. Like, exactly. We need. Okay. 
Which, RJ, that's so surprising because you are such a good looking man. This is another podcast. Because he's a cancer and he's picky. Okay. I know. It's whatever. It's sad. He's picky. Part of it is part of it. He's picky, okay? We will. We we can do that. We'll do that as another podcast. You guys are just, they're my co-hosts. That's it. We're done. Like, this is how we're doing. Okay. Next phrase. Love freely. Oh, I want to say be gay again. Yeah, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to show how okay. you really feel. Mine is like just live okay. your life. That's, That's important. Last one. Experience freely. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what anyone exactly. else thinks. Exactly. Yeah. Do do not do not hesitate on a decision or to do an act because of what you think other people are going to react to it. Yeah. Do you, because what you feel about you. yourself is the only opinion that matters at the end of the day. So she said it way more eloquently. <laughs> I'm just like, Amen. I'm like, do whatever the fuck you want. Who gives a shit about what I, other you guys, think? I was so nervous when we first did, did we first started recording, but I, <laughs> I just bobbed out. <laughs> Oh, May does yes. Oh my God! Can I tell a quick story? So, so May goes. She was trying to talk, yell at her kids, like, "Hey, you guys!" She goes, "Hey, you gays!" <laughs> so now our little foursome that we have are always like, "Hey, you gays!" <laughs> I love you guys so much. Thanks for making this the best first episode ever. I just, I love it. I love doing this, and I think. It's going to be amazing. So thank you guys for coming on. Thank you. And we'll see you in the next episode.